It's a brand new day, and we're putting the AM in American politics. We've seen the darkness of division and despair and are now jumping into the light of a bright path forward. Progress is here, and we're sharing its story with you, for you, all with the help of Signal Boost. Now, here are your hosts, Zerlina Maxwell and Jess McIntosh. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Signal Boost. I'm Julia Maxwell. It's Friday. I don't even care what the date is. It's December 10th. It's Friday. It doesn't matter. The most important information is that it's Friday. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's really all the news today. That's it. pack it up. We can stop. Thanks for listening to Signal Boost. Thank you, everybody. Get your booster shot. (laughs) Stephanie Miller is coming up next. We did it. I suppose that... There, there was some other news, but the, no, the, the big one is mean? that it's, it's Friday. No, we can totally go eh. with this joke. I'm with it. I am committed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really, like, we are going in order of importance. That is what matters. We are in December. We are counting down to the end of 2021, which truly was the strangest year ever. 2020 is, it, like, it's, it's too important to be just straight up weird. 2021, like, man... I don't know, but I'm not going to miss you. (laughs) I have no faith that 2022 will be any better, but I am still excited to see the end of this year. (laughs) So so we're almost there. We are almost there. We're almost there. And then we'll um, we'll do something else. (laughs) in In this sort of last couple of weeks, apparently I'm like mad <laughs> i mean i'm not i'm not yeah. actually that mad but like there are a couple of things that are happening where like i just am not you know you know how i am like some days we come on the show and there'll be a headline and you're like i'm pissed and i'm like yeah you know i just can't even muster the energy to get mad yeah. about that because we're in a i pandemic think it's important to trade dying and and so I, I i pick my battles you know yeah but this week i have time i have time <laughs> i have the time i have the energy and so there's two things that this week I've been like, what the hell is wrong with you people? Um, first, mm-hmm. it was the wired headphones uh, story in Politico about Kamala Harris. Yeah. Which yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I found to be an example of what is wrong. <laughs> Very good example of what is wrong with uh, our current media landscape. Um, Truly infuriating. For everybody to do better. Um, and Dana Bill- Milbank is right. Everybody needs to step back and look at what they are doing and think about their life choices <laughs> and um, <Yep>. reassess. <laughs> You're not doing great. <laughs> you know, like Ricky Thompson's like, I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. You know, in the one mm-hmm. video, we're not doing great. We can do better. So everybody do we think can. about how you can do better, maybe over this weekend. Additionally, yesterday, and I sent this to you. Um, I'm mad because I saw an article um, with the title, Hillary Clinton teaching a master class on oh, how God. to lose to Donald Trump. You know how you sent that to me and I didn't respond at all? Yep. No, was, no, I know I, you were I, too I, mad. I just, you were too mad. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Yep, I knew it. I looked at I that. I was like, I knew. wait, is that an I actual New York Magazine I knew link? Yes, That's not I an knew Onion it. link? I knew Hillary, I knew you didn't Hillary respond. Clinton to give master class in losing to Donald Trump was the New York yep. Magazine headline. It's because you know, she's doing one of those master class things in yep. resilience, resilience. And Correct. I loved what you said last night. If you don't think you have something to learn from Hillary Clinton, <laughs> I have something else to tell you. 
I mean, the people who are just like, let's make fun of this woman for doing anything, absolutely anything. Is she walking in the woods too hard? Let's make fun of her. Stop wearing makeup. Let's make fun of her. Wants to do something with the rest of her career? Let's make fun of her. Like, what? This is this is one of the most accomplished women on the goddamn planet. And if she wants to do the next thing, just enjoy it <laughs> like here's the thing so like, it's like it's you don't really... have to shit on her you don't well no no it's a choice and it's your choice to do so yes. in public and if you're choosing to do so in public oh. it says something about you i just want people to realize yes. that when you when you um first of all if you don't like hillary clinton that also says something about you um but like if you mm-hmm. don't like fine don't don't watch it but nobody really asked for your opinion about it like no one cares about what this person, I'm not even going to name the person, but let me just tell you, I was so mad yesterday, Jess, and I rarely do this, but I Googled mm-hmm. the person's name who wrote this just so that I would know mm-hmm. what her face looks like, just so that if I am ever in the same room and I ever <laughs> meet her, I know exactly who I'm talking to. Yeah. I know exactly yeah. who I'm talking to. Not that I'm going to fight. I'm not a confrontational person. I'm actually a very non-confrontational person, which is shocking because I'm a very opinionated person, but... I'm not a, I don't, I'm not going to fight. We're not going to fight. I'm not going to fight. We're not going to fight. Wanna know We're not doing that. So that if I'm ever in the room and she's ever like, oh, hi, I'm so, mm, nope. Nope. Yep. Because you're the one that thought it was great to write 400 words shitting on Hillary Clinton for doing something with her life. And here's the thing. I've been a writer. I've been a freelance writer, but written columns, you know, I've, you know, I feel like I'm a fairly successful person in life. But let me just say, if you are that person, like nobody in the media Nobody in the media should be shitting on Hillary Clinton for teaching anything about anything. Because no. by comparison, let's just pull the CVs out, okay? You're a writer. That's great. Good for you. Were you the Secretary mm-hmm. of State? No, you weren't. Were you the nominee for President of the United States? No, you weren't. Were you a woman who almost got the nominee the first time and then came back and got it the second time? No, you were not. You were not. Zero things you did. All you do is write words. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that may be. And if you are really sitting here in the context of life, we need people to do that. Right. We need people to write words. We need people to paint. We need people to do dances like. Oh, very important. People people have all kinds of skills. Right. There's, you know, everybody has things they can contribute. But they're in Mm -hmm. an objective analysis. Hillary Clinton has a lot more to teach you than you could teach her about anything. And yes, especially when it comes to resilience. And one of the things that I always think about is the fact that when Hillary Clinton got married, she couldn't even get a credit card. And in one mm-hmm. lifetime, in her adult lifetime, <laughs> she You're went right. from not being able You're to get right. a credit card to being the pres- nominee for president of the United States of America. In an adult lifetime. One lifetime. Yeah. In her lifetime. Yeah. And before she even from, got there, from marriage to secretary. Grandkids. That's it. This is what I'm saying. She she was secretary of freaking That's the state. Whole, whole span of the life. And a senator. Yep. First of all, yep. Only like what is it? Only John Kerry has like been a senator, nominee for president, and secretary of state. And I bet like, and if secretary he taught state, a class yeah. on of on something, people will be like, Well, I guess he has some wisdom. You know, he has had done a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Nobody no but I didn't see I mean, mm-hmm. I just find it really interesting that people have the time to shit on Hillary Clinton in the pandemic. And so I have the time. I have the time this week. Mm-hmm. And the energy. I, 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 to even call if them you out pull, for, even if for you like, pull, 
just the grossness of the society. If you're just sitting here, if you're just sitting here in in the year of our Lord 2021, and you think it's Hillary Clinton's fault (laughs) that we lost in 2016, if you still believe that, you should really turn in your reporter card to begin with. You should you should turn it back. You missed a lot of facts. You missed you missed the entire Russia thing. You you missed the whole insurrection. You've you've clearly missed the fringification of the Republican Party as a whole. You've you've missed James Comey. You've you've missed just a, you've missed sexism in the media clearly, but we got that from the story that you wrote to begin with. Right. You you missed a whole lot of nuance that explains how the country is where it is today, and you're still doing the lol Hillary Clinton lost. Like you're you're still sitting there like like a 22 year old junior cub reporter dude in 2016. We've done a lot of living since then. I know I've become a very different person since 2016. Like like we've we've had whole evolutions here. All of the information that we have learned, like you still want to go back to Lola, it's the woman's fault. Like, really? Like, is that is that good for women or and this piece was written by a woman, we should say, like women. It's no, not just men that are a problem with misogyny in the media. A lot of times <laughs> the pieces like this. I mean, there were two women byline on the Kamala headphone story. The the, yeah, the idea that women don't participate, don't participate in misogyny right. is the biggest lie we tell ourselves. Oh well, no, we're the, I mean, we're, because we're the ones involved. that enforce it. The guys don't yes, know we the do. rules, and yes, we do. Yeah, we know we know the rules of misogyny. Women are the enforcers of misogyny. They, you know, they 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 choose the proximity to male power. I'm sure she loved like yucking it up with her editors about this. I'm sure that like that was <laughs> no, that's got to no, be a I lot can, of fun. I can I picture the editorial meeting. I can picture the stupid mm-hmm. Zoom where people are like, oh, did you hear this? Hillary Clinton's doing a masterclass. What could she teach anybody? Let's make fun While of her. Sit- Let's make fun of her. I mean, seriously? Ugh. And then the thing is, th- here's the thing. Here's the thing. Karma's a karma's a you know what. So you can mm-hmm. you can not like Hillary Clinton. You can hate her. You can think bad thoughts about her. But here's the thing. She ain't thinking about you. Last time we interviewed Hillary Clinton, <laughs> she was sitting in front of her birthday flowers. Kid. Surrounded by flowers. Me. You know why? Yes. Because she's actually accomplished things in life and she takes care of people and she's very kind. And so pe- on her birthday, people send her flowers. People lots send her flowers. And lots and lots of them to the point where she was surrounded by them when we were interviewing her. And I was like, wow. Hillary Clinton is surrounded by flowers that people sent her. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like you can sit at home and be like, I don't like Hillary Clinton. But that just says a lot about you. And it's affecting your health <laughs> and your heart. Right. But Hillary is sitting surrounded by flowers. And surrounded by flowers. Thing, you know, she's doing a master class and you don't have to sign up. It's really easy for you just yeah. like to stay mediocre. Go ahead. <laughs> Congratulations to yep. you. It's just I I, yep. I I had time this week for that because I just find it. Yeah. Um, I remember in 2016, our friend um, Rachel Scar has a great um, line. She was she would always talk about how um, yeah. she created the list and she would always talk about how um, people would say, like, you know, nobody likes her, you know, about Hillary Clinton, because people never say I don't like Hillary Clinton. They always put it on other people not liking Hillary Clinton. Um, so that they don't have to sound sexist themselves. And so Rachel would right. respond, well, I do. And here's why. And she would list out mm-hmm. all the reasons why she likes Hillary Clinton in response to people being like, you know, no one likes her. Because that's the thing everybody would say. And it's like, 
they would you know, tell women... us that we didn't like her. Like you would give right. your opinion and they they would assume that we were just working for her because like, I don't know, we were like climbing the corporate ladder or something. Oh yeah, no, it's people like, think no, that actually, we, we, we all left we went jobs we for loved the... for pay cuts right. for this. Like we're not, <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> like, this is something you do because you believe in it. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. sure there are some people who, who work in campaigns and all they've ever wanted to do is work on a presidential and this is the one, so they're working on it. Guess what? Those people are under 30. Right. <laughs> Those are the people who are so excited <laughs> to be on campaigns and they've been climbing, right. climbing and all like everybody who was over the age of 30 who was on that campaign was there because they believed with all of their goddamn heart that this woman ought to be the president of the United States. And that's why they worked seven days a week. And that's why they worked 20 hours a day. And that's why they took massive pay cuts, even though we got excellent benefits. Thank you, Hillary Clinton, that extended well after the campaign loss. I don't think we had to get Cobra until the following January. That's a good woman. Um, we, 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 we left our lives. We all went to work and nobody was doing this because of some sort of like neoliberal shill gene that we were all born with. We were doing it because we believed in the woman and we liked her. She's nice. That's the thing that I think people (laughs) don't, I mean, that, that's the other piece of it. And I think at this point, I'm at the stage now where like, I don't work for her, her anymore. Um, and Honestly, anytime I'm ever talking about her um, or, you know, standing up for um, for her because somebody's, you know, writing some dumb shit. Um, it's actually more personal for me now. Yes. Kind no, I, I kind of feel like you went after my person. mom a little bit. No, she's like or, or, or com- my own character. Right. No, I feel like it. No, it, it, it feels like an attack on my character. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, I, that's what I, it does. in my heart, she's a kind and compassionate person. You know, so you know, mm-hmm. not everybody calls you when your family members are sick. Not everybody checks right. in to see how you're doing to make sure that you're okay, right. to make sure that you have everything that you need. And she's the kind of person who does that. And it's not just for me, right? Like it's not just for right. me. When you read Huma's book, that's no what thousands she's like. of people have those stories. That's what she's like. <clears throat> yeah. I'm not special. Yeah. Right? I'm not special. No, she just she gives, is. She that's is. the thing. She's special. She's special. <laughs> right you know right so right yeah oh that feels better thanks for starting that right i appreciate it that's just been rattling i did the exact same thing i read the piece i googled the author and then i just sort of sat there and then i like i did my little west world that doesn't look like anything to me and i like tried (laughs) to move on but that thing's been rattling around in my head since i saw it yesterday and Mm. that felt really good and i appreciate that No, it was funny because I was like, Justin didn't even respond to it. I'm so surprised. No, I, no I, like, I'm, I, like, it, I sat there stunned for, you know, I, I read the thing, sat, sat, sat with myself for a bit. <laughs> and, then, and then I don't even remember deciding not to write back. I just know that I moved on with my day somehow. <laughs> you were like, I, I can't, like, yeah, was, I can't even look like anything that. to me. I can't, I can't do anything with that right now. Man. <laughs> it wasn't well, the best. Okay, so I had... I had a weird, a weird moment this week because I am actually for once really excited that a woman is not running for something that hasn't happened before. Yeah, <laughs> but, right. But and, and it's for it's for great reasons. Like, it's not like, oh, I hate that woman. I hope she doesn't run. But Letitia James is not going to run for governor. She's going to stay New York attorney general. And I got like I got a little goosebumpy when I heard that because I'm like, oh, she's got some really good shit cooking. Right. And like, no, she's there's not nothing done with her to preclude yet. her from running for governor next time. 
Right. She is she's not done. done with her work yet. So she announces that she's not going to run for governor. And then like later in the day, we find <laughs> out that she's seeking to depose Donald Trump in January. Um, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's still looking into Andrew Cuomo. Like she's got a lot on her plate. And um, and I, I want her focused on I want her focused on Trump. She's the one that I thought, you know, the New York, the New York attorney general is a really is in a really unique position to hold Trump accountable, which the guys have also who have held that role in the time of Trump made enormous deal out of like Eric Schneiderman's whole thing was that he was the one who could take on Trump. He was in the role that could do it. He was the guy for the job, et cetera, et cetera. We all remember how that went. Um, now it's Tish James and she's being much more low key about like, I'm the one in the, I'm the one in the country that's actually able to do this, but everything that she is doing suggests that she very much gets it. She's just not talking about it. So, so she's decided she's not going to run for governor and she's instead going to focus on her work. And I think that is excellent news for democracy, really bad news for Donald Trump and something that makes me very happy. She's also young. Like, I don't, right. I don't see, I don't, I don't see now. this as like, no, it's not politically hamstringing at all. If she does, if she does, and she hasn't been AG for all that long, if she can rack right. up a few really big wins as AG, that's good for the country and good for her politically. Like I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked about this. Agreed. No, I was like, okay, I, she's not going to yeah. do it now. She's done, done yet. She can't do a campaign and, you know, ensure that the investigation, the two, inve- the three investigations rather, that she's really working on. That we know of. Um, that we know about. Because she's also a participant in the criminal side. So there's the civil side, which yes. is the deposition. And then there's the criminal side, which is the Cy Vance yeah. joint investigation um, into the tax right. fraud. I mean, there's there's a lot going on. There's a lot of cases going on. And this is why I think sometimes this is why the Dana Milbank column has to be written. Because oh, we still yeah. talk okay. about. So we, this we, is we why the Dana about, Milbank column has to be written. This morning, because I read we, in Politico that oh God, uh, no, Trump had a no. really bad day yesterday because um, Trump had a really bad day yesterday because we found out that Tish James was hoping to depose him in the civil suit. And then we had the federal court ruling against him that he cannot keep his White House record secret from the January 6th committee. Uh, so bad day. And then they're like, Biden's going to have a bad day today because inflation I don't even Did you see that both sides is in there? No, I didn't. I didn't like, read I that I, because I tried to avoid. Um, but <laughs> but um, that doesn't look like anything to me. Yeah, it's just Biden's like, going to have a bad what, day I mean, today because what are you of inflation. To, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I it's okay. Okay. Oh, the American media, <laughs> like, are you get the f- out of here with these inflation stories about how it's Joe Biden's fault? They have inflation in Canada, and all over the world. I've been reading stories about. The supply chain and issues with inflation in the world, all over the world. It's not Joe Biden's fault because of inflation. In, in Joe Biden is not the reason why there's inflation in Canada, and you know it. The pandemic is the reason you know why there's it. inflation. In That's Canada. the thing. The reporter writing that, either they know it and yeah. they're being they're being willfully misleading, just to sort of both sides. Everybody's having a bad day, or they're they're lying. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, either one and of even, even is if terrible, inflation but knows were Joe Biden's fault, it's not it equivalent stack up as against... a problem. No, no, not quite. Exactly. Not quite. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's almost like yeah. a joke, but I can't believe that's even real. It, it really, 
no, I, it was it was That's like a mouth open moment. I don't That's I don't know why I keep hate reading all the political tip sheets, but I do. Why? That's I find not right. it. I, I, I find it helpful, honestly. Like to it's you know there, there are a few media outlets that I think particularly outline what's wrong with the media, and and it helps me to see what like you know because a lot of these outlets like they take each other as assignment editors. So if Politico right. happened in a vacuum, I would be thrilled to just leave it in the vacuum. But as somebody who, who has to watch the media, I'm not recommending that you guys do this to yourself. But if you have to watch the media as a part of your job, then understanding this dynamic right. is helpful to decoding the rest of what you see. Like, oh, that like because a lot of people use the Politico tip sheets as like a de facto assignment editor. Oh, they put it in the sheet. So that means it's a big deal. So if I want to know why the white house is coming out to make a giant speech about inflation, when I know damn well, that inflation is not Joe Biden's problem. It's a global problem that's caused mostly by the fact that we're in a global pandemic. It helps to know that like for the last few days, every single headline that I saw in there has been about Biden's problem with inflation. It's like, okay, well, now I understand the strategy of doing that. I understand why some of these local media outlets yeah. are doing that. It, you, you try to you try to read it critically, like you would read a like like you would read a right wing news site, actually. Like, like just to be like, oh, that's what they're saying. Interesting. Okay. And you try not to let it affect you. <laughs> but but some mornings, like this morning, you just sit there going, what? He's getting deposed and the court blocked him from keeping his records secret from the committee investigating the coup that he started. And you're going to put that up with Joe Biden's also going to have a bad day because inflation, man, <laughs> you're ruining my little like anthropological experiment of like spelunking through the media every morning with like a dispassionate heart so I can see what the lay of the land is like now I'm mad. No, now I'm mad. No, but I think I think the reason why people need to do that is because, I mean, it's really scary what's happening. We I, the media has to yeah. believe that they can just go back to doing their jobs on a mediocre level. Because here's the thing: the journalism. Okay, the reason why people are mad about what Dana Milbank wrote is because basically he was saying you need to do better, and everybody's convinced themselves they're walking around doing their best. Uh, yeah, and he said they were accessory to, say, to the destruction of democracy. Like he, yeah, like Dana Milbank ab- absolutely zero punches there. Oh no, no, no! He called them out, and I appreciate it because yeah. it was yeah. necessary. It was necessary. And here, and like you know, the media never reflected on its own behavior after 2016 in how they contributed to the election of Donald Trump mm-hmm. in the first instance, yeah. like. That, that, well, the, I think maybe Dana Milbank did a little bit. Like, I'm never, I'm never. No, going that's to what I'm saying. For his mad bitch beer sketch that he did about Hillary Clinton, but I think he probably he he did some looking. He's written some really great media no, columns that, on how Hillary was covered since. That's he did what the I'm work. Saying. Everybody had yep. you have to do your own reflection on what you've done, how you've covered things, if you can do a better job, and like, you know, you can't nobody. I don't think you could look at what we're doing right now and say we're getting the story right or we're we're doing a great job. There were way too many people surprised <laughs> right. about the racial reckoning in the summer of 2020 um, to prove mm-hmm. that proves to me that folks were not paying close attention. They were not doing they were not on the story. They were not they weren't even objectively on the story. <laughs> right. You should have noticed. Right. That racism <laughs> and white supremacy was in being emboldened by Donald Trump. You should have noticed that. 
You should have noticed that from well, the look, moment go back, in the go Chicago back even rally further. How many people covered the rise of the Tea Party? Taking out the protesters. Well, yeah, I mean, that was part of it, too. The, the, the Tea Party was always covered as like, they're American patriots because they called themselves economic uh, anxiety, economic anxiety. Oh, yeah. Like they covered it without without a race angle. Like, oh, the, so we elected the first black president. Hooray. Now, in a completely unrelated news, a bunch of white people are really angry on the National you know Mall. You know, it's about funny. the economy. What? You know what's funny about that is I think that what? this is this is the this is how white supremacy works, right? Because that not calling it racist is actually seen by journalists as more objective than just calling it what it is. Isn't that interesting? Right. Yes. Yes, it is. They're like walking around <laughs> holding Confederate flags, yelling like Jews will not replace us. And they're like, I mean, I think they're like a little stressed out about the economy. Racially charged. They're or using these racially charged, charged language okay. because they're racially stressed about the language. economy. Their yeah. economic anxiety is leading to this racially charged language. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 they're racist. Or, <laughs> might be, might be they're racist. They're like, you can't I mean, call everybody bet- racist. I'm like, I'm not. I'm calling the people in Charlottesville racist. I'm calling the people who are walking around with the Confederate yeah. flags racist. Like, this isn't really hard. I mean, the groups, the group of Trump supporters is actually getting smaller and smaller and smaller. The group isn't growing. So now it actually is made up of basically racists. It's whittling oh, yeah. down. Yeah, fully at this point. Right, right, right. And sadly because of gerrymandering that doesn't matter <laughs> like we still have to contend with them as if they were 50 percent of this country even though they are most certainly not uh which is the thing that you have to keep remembering if you want to keep putting one foot in front of the other into 2022 um we have come to the end of our first segment and uh i'm us. um i'm awake so <laughs> so let's take a break come back and go through a few more headlines and then um it's friday so we're talking to a couple of our favorite people so stick around more signal booth right after this thank you all so much for listening please follow us on twitter at verlina maxwell at jess underscore mc and at signal boost show 